This week's episode of Pier 4 Podcast is brought to you by houses, haunted houses, and fuck houses. I, there is a semen stain in the underwear that I wore yesterday because I made the mistake of watching some of the fuck house mm-hmm. movie um, on my visitor at mm-hmm. work and I, oh, it was good. So I take back mm-hmm. my last critique of it's not going to be on par with Fifty Shades. Uh-huh. It was definitely on par. And that is what has mm-hmm. brought us this week's episode of Your Four Podcast. I've known you since I was motherfucking three. I shared my Nintendo with you. But did you share that link? Oh, okay. I'm holding you as accountable. Will we get I'm holding you accountable to the truth. What? Bitch. <laughs> Do you remember me at three? <laughs> when... Shout out to Gucci Mane. Let's just move on because I'm still going to read your ass. Shout out to Gucci Mane. We record on Tuesdays, as you guys know. And the wig event is on. It's either on or about to come on. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Gucci Mane. 10 17 17. Got a contract with BET to marry the love of his life. I'm still trying to wait. There's to no the- way you can. I want to wait to the end of the episode and see if he got a video in from Beyonce. Because at least if he wanted Beyonce oh. in his wedding, did she send him a video or a tweet or something that we don't know about till t- tonight? He said on his album, Mr. Davis, that just came out last week, that he did want Beyonce at the wedding. Yeah, He didn't say he wanted her to perform. He just said he wanted her to be there. The so. lyric is, I'm trying to get Beyonce booked for my wedding day. So hopefully Jay-Z, he's like... He was like Gucci. Gucci was like Jay. You know I'm a figure out here, so you can support me. Please. I'm not like um young thug out here in wind dresses playing around. Who? Um, it's time for our icebreaker. Who are you again? <laughs> Let's just move on. Who? Are, I, you have not told nobody who you was. Oh me? What's my name? Great question. Wow, I'm so intoxicated. Man down. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters, and of course check out RonaldMatters.com. Today's blog post that we're going to talk about later was so yeah, staring. A war, a war against the Greeks. <laughs> if you ain't never read a, a negative post about the Greeks on Ronald It's not a negative post against the Greeks. You have never read Ronald Matters. I questioned them and I asked them for answers. Uh-huh. They're going to give you some answers. <laughs> I'm just like, shit, I'm like, can I get something for this? Put a question mark. Put a period. Put allegedly. Reportedly. According to... <laughs> I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N. Um, find me on. You can find me on anything you find any other nigga on. Wow. I am AKA the Slayer of Backs, BKA. <laughs> the Good Guy. Welcome to Here For A Podcast. Icebreaker. Um, this came from a conversation we had about two or three hours ago. It says... Why do verse tops want to or even commit to <laughs> bottoming part time when there is so many bottoms in the world? What's your answer to that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> why do why do verse verse tops? This seems very pointed. Um, because they want it all. The goal is to be fully versatile. Mm. To want everything and to be able to give everything. Okay. So a girl reading a J.K. Rowling book, or yeah, yeah, this is the Deathly Hallows of fucking being fully versed. When I was thinking about the conversation we had earlier, I think it's because, and I did say this earlier. I think sexuality is fluid. I think um, a lot of people top and top and top, and they think about wanting to bottom, 
I mean, I, I most don't just think. Most act at some point. Well, some because not most because true. It's difficult for me out here, so I know a lot of people are acting on it. <laughs> but um, I think they think about it, but most people follow through, and just some people don't. Follow through with actually getting to being fully versed. Mm, yeah, the bottoming part time, <clears throat> and there's op- so many. Oh, I would so, say open bottoms, no pause. Uh, so let's send it. Let's send Excel an email after this and figure out how he made his transition. So we're doing a reverse this week in Hot Topics. I'm doing Hot Topics. Shout out to Patty LaBelle. She <laughs> and Patty LaBelle. And Snoop's um, yeah. potluck dinner last night. And she looked so good. I just want to know whoever makes Patty LaBelle wigs. Because obviously they're not from the per, Vivica A. Fox collection. You don't catch Patty LaBelle out here not <laughs> Patty, looking good. It's not, what? These Asian she cameras? She's going second Sunday every goddamn time she get on TV. Somebody else who looked good was Michael B. Jordan in the Black Panther official trailer. What are your thoughts? I'm absolutely here for it. Um, again, I love the idea that we're finally getting a com- almost completely black casted superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Um, the projections came out today that it could be in the 800 to $900 million range. Yeah. I'm excited. Can't wait to go see the new Black Panther. This trailer did everything it needed to do for me. Um, it was 65 degrees today, and then it was it's projected to be 45 degrees tonight, and people have already pulled out their furs, so I'm nervous about what they're going to do by the time February gets here. <laughs> oh, I'll take a fur. If you didn't see the trailer, go look at the trailer, because Michael B. Jordan had this bomb-ass, um, jean fur with white cotton coming out of it with cute glasses and stuff. It was very Cali. Yeah, there was a, um, budget for the clothes in this film. Absolutely. Um, something else. Oh, we have to answer the poll. Last week you asked Giovanni Cruz or Excel. What do you think the results of the poll was? Uh, I think Excel probably has more fans, and so probably more people voted for Excel than Giovanni. Seventy percent, sixty-five. How close is the? Very close. Um, because Giovanni's a new name, and people are following Giovanni and watching Giovanni in this video. Um, well, we didn't get to see much of it. anyway. Um. 60, XL, 40, um, Giovanni. 100% XL. <laughs> In other news, Pornhub Magazine... You, I voted for you, XL. That's how I know the poll is skewed. They're lying. It is fake news. It I voted. 100% I, no, XL. Uh, I don't know news. who voted. Somebody texted me up there. I was like, well, we've already decided. He's like, well, I guess, but I just want to say that like, I will possibly do both. That's like, Thank you for texting me on my personal cell phone, but like, no, it's still it was one hundred percent Excel. Yikes! Um, go off our topics. <laughs> Pornhub magazine hustler bought a full page ad in Sunday's Washington Post, and they were really excited about their upcoming project because they are offering ten million dollars. Hustler magazine. Whew, Jesus, let me go get my boobs. Do now. they have ten million dollars? <laughs> Who the fuck is still subscribed to Hustler? How does Hustler have ten million dollars to give away? I bought Hustler when I got my first erection. What? You did buy Playboy? No, Hustler Rest was first. In peace. Because Hustler had the pussy out. Like Playboy, you they gave you like a little bit of the a centerfold. Yeah, you could see like the top of it, maybe her clit a little bit, but not the whole pussy. Hustler was she had her legs fucking spread. Oh wow, this two visual. fingers, two fingers in. A lip. So, yeah, Hustler oh. was the way you want to go. Okay, well, t- Hustler 
posted this ad for $10 million for information leading to the impeachment and removal from office of Donald J. Trump. See, look at that. My investment went far. <laughs> I knew when I was 15 years old, I was invested in the right goddamn magazine. First of all, what dude at the corner store gave you the magazine? It was like seven ninety nine. I stole it. Or six ninety nine. No, I stole what were the rates at that time? Cheaper than you're the, old. What, so. Cheaper than what the fuck they are today. You can't even buy a goddamn National Enquirer for six ninety nine, <laughs> let alone something with some pussy in it. No. Why is pussy so devalued in twenty seventeen? Anyway, the stock has went down in pussy. <laughs> um. So if you have any information that could lead to the impeachment and removal of Donald J. Trump, email. Hustler tip line at lfp.com. The um, owner of the magazine is Larry Flint. So I'm sure it's Hustler tip line at Larry Flint Publishing.com. Bob, Bob Mueller, this is your opportunity to get $10 million ahead of the game. Or at least the girl over in Russia now who's still, uh, what's her name? Julian Assange. There you go. What company he works with? Well, if you're talking about WikiLeaks, Julian Assange, WikiLeaks, the other girl who leaked that wears glasses and looks like a nerd. Yeah, but get this Tim Hill. I'm just telling y'all. It's out here. If somebody got the PP tape, I don't PP know if Hustler is good for it, but see if you can get it. The PP tape. You you never know. See what we can get. Wow. Um. um so <laughs> Nene probably should be um doing the same thing. She probably, if she has some evidence on Trump, she probably should turn it in for this ten million dollars because. She might be canceled from Real Housewives of Atlanta. Are you talking about because she was talking about the girl gets raped by her Uber driver? Or because she didn't know who Paul Mooney was when she met Paul Mooney and went into hooking for a picture? The second part, I don't think had much to do with that, but she... Wow. Um, but when your castmate has to fire you from a tour because of your mouth, yeah, Andy Cohen might get in that ass after that mouth. I mean, because Candy is the most successful housewife because she's had multiple spinoffs. They've all come in number one in their time slot. So if Candy can't deal with you. Well, Candy ain't never been a fan of NeNe Leaks anyway. And it's because of NeNe Leaks' mouth. So It was also because of that season one week. Season two. In other news, <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner has finally seen the light. She says, we must fight Donald Trump. What are your thoughts <sighs> on that? Yeah, I want to know your thoughts. This is groundbreaking. Caitlyn Jenner sees the light. Caitlyn Jenner is like when you buy a watermelon at Kmart and you know you gotta take that shit back because by the time you get it home you cut it open it's gonna be rotten anyway. Caitlyn Jenner is that watermelon. Can you do they accept the watermelon bag? It's Walmart. They accept everything back. You said Kmart at first, I don't know. Kmart is owned by Sears. Walmart is No, anybody taking shit back to Walmart. <laughs> I don't know where the closest Kmart location is. I was like, I was perturbed because you said Kmart. I was like, a refund they have is due here? unto me. Well, Caitlin told ABC Los Angeles that Donald Trump and his friends, quote, they are by far the worst administration ever towards the LGBT community and particularly the trans community. Was she thinking that when she bought the Make America Great hat? Yeah, they say back in August she wore a Make she America Great hat. She wore it to two events. I had to apologize for that. I was like, I couldn't find the pictures of maybe her yeah, PR it's pictures, it's pictures of her at the event. It's pictures of her getting in a car with the hat on. So where were your thoughts and your hopes and your prayers and your beliefs that they were real Christians and good people when you were buying Make America Great hats again? Yeah, because she had spent months telling Diane Sawyer 
her interview with The View and anytime she was spotted by TMZ telling them that she was working behind the scenes to make things better and she was hoping they would come around and things were going to be amazing but now that her own foundation the Kayla and Jenna Foundation mm-hmm. is out here trying to make things happen in the community and run into trouble she understands and now believes they're the worst so I understand very Tamar Braxton. I, I I don't understand how come nine states uh, would now require you to have a passport for domestic travel. If I leave D.C. right now and I want to fly to uh, Pennsylvania, I'm going to need a passport. You know, Philly Pride is coming next spring. So starting December, not December, January 22nd of 2018, nine states will require your passport to fly because they don't meet the Real ID Act of 2005. Dope. These states have had since 2005 to get the motherfucking IDs together. Your driver's license as well. So, if you live in South Carolina, Pennsylvania, Oklahoma, Montana, Missouri, Minnesota, Maine, or Kentucky, if you want to fly to another state, you're going to need your passport. Because the things that you need to get a driver's license in this state don't meet federal regulations. Well, I hope y'all got your passports because <laughs> I would like for y'all to come here and see a, see a nigga sometime. It would be dope. We are planning our live show next spring, so I hope y'all can... Like, I'm just perturbed about this because... Um, especially for people in St. Louis, so Missouri's on this list. Philly is on this list. A lot of people travel in and out of Philly, and Delta does a lot of connection flights out of St. Paul International in Minneapolis, Minnesota. 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 So a lot of y'all girls with these Delta um, credit cards and things, you racking up your sky miles. Make sure you get your passport. Absolutely, um, and definitely shout out to the gays from. Uh, Dallas Pride um, a couple weeks ago there's a video circulating and people are talking about it It was a big topic in a couple Facebook groups that I was looking at so during Pride there was these two boys in the club fucking at the urinal in the bathroom yeah well urinals happen to be in bathrooms oh my god damn my host is intelligent Um, I went to school you know anyway so they were fucking at the at the urinal in a club in Dallas during Dallas Pride. Yep, they were. There were plenty of people. Almost all of the comments were completely negative. Oh my God, they're so trashy. Oh my God, I can't believe they was doing that. Oh, them niggas is nasty. I want to make sure to tell y'all. Thank you for watching. Thank the you. The video went viral. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, what do you mean? What do you... You watch the video? I appreciate it. I am... Out, free, and at Pride. And if I want to fuck at a urinal, I'm going to fuck at a urinal. If this was so And you're not going to shame me about it. You cannot stand this. Why did you click it? Why did you leave a comment? And watch the full video <laughs> to the end. The The commenters of those videos are the absolute worst because they're the same ones that are looking for that same type of shit. Uh, oh, well, no shit in the gay sex video. Some, no, they're, they're, <laughs> some of them are looking for shit. It's called scat. Um... <laughs> But they're the same ones searching for it, looking at it, watching the whole video, saving it and collecting it and downloading it. And then you have the most to say and download uh, and comment in the comments of the actual video because, oh, I don't approve of this. Uh Uh-uh, they nasty. You nastier for watching. At least they was having sex and having fun. 
So shout out to Dallas Pride and shout out to any other Pride coming up. Make sure you get your life. If it's in the club or I at the urinal. I'm just, my mouth is dry. Oh, wow. You tried to try it. Okay, cool. Um, shout out to California. First, they said that they were going to be a sanctuary state. All of the illegal immigrants there are safe. Donald Trump, back your ass up. Call ICE back to their um, hole. Back up. No post. Um, but Jerry Brown signed SB 239, which um, lowered the jail sentence for transmitting HIV to your sexual partner. It's not a felony anymore. It's now a misdemeanor that carries a six-month jail sentence. And I think that this is the move that a lot of people who attend the HIV is not a crime conference. I think this is a, something that they really wanted and they got it. Yeah, the, the movement to decriminalize HIV has been going on for um, over the last two years um, as a actual movement. But it got hotter in the last couple of weeks after the CDC uh, talked about the improbability of transmitting HIV from someone that's HIV positive undetectable mm-hmm. to someone that is negative and so they got a lot of more a lot a lot more steam in their cells because they actually got proof that this shouldn't be something that's criminalized especially to the extent that it has already been criminalized my question to you do you think this will help usher in his in his herpes case because Anytime you commit to have sex with someone, you commit that they could give you an STI. Especially one that it's it's very difficult to test for herpes in males. There really isn't a popular test that males get to test for herpes. At least for HIV, there is a definite test. But do you think this will help usher in his case? Not right now. I think there still should be a decriminalization of HIV and other STDs and STIs, period. The only criminaliza- criminalization should be when it's assault taking place um, and Ooh. when there's uh, malice intent. And then that's when criminal charges should be placed. But because um, I have a cold and I sat next to you and you get a cold, does that make me guilty and I should go to jail for 30 days because I gave you a cold? That doesn't, when there's that, no doesn't, test. that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. You, We're not criminalizing colds. We're not criminalizing flu. Or anything else like that. Why is STIs and STDs criminalized in this country? That's it for hot topics. LOL. I feel so weird doing hot topics. But uh, make sure Tony you... Bryson got married to Birdman. First of all, they turned out the griot.com took that back. So I was like, I'm not even gonna report that because. So Tamar tweeted. <laughs> Tamar tweeted a gif, like a shocked face, like. Oh, like my God. oh wow so you about to get wet all over wasting your drink again um so it it was cute it trended for a while because yeah. we were all shocked like i know the fuck she did not and then she didn't tell tamar the person who's always in the studio writing her songs vocally producing her studio vocals her live vocals going on to her and not charging her when trina and to want <laughs> to be charging her and tracy and now her house in um foreclosure well that is very true that um, Tamar events their house is in default and they're being put out of it and it's on the market right now for 15 19 million dollars and they only pay like five to nine million dollars for it let's um pray that gateway. away <laughs> um leave us comments on apple Podcasts. search for here for a podcast in your podcast app click the reviews tab and click write a review we're also available um on iHeartRadio. Pocket Cast, A Cast, Stitcher, um, 
What's that other app? They didn't approve our application. iHeartRadio. Well, iHeartRadio, we're there. Sound, not SoundCloud. What's this one right here? Spotify Podcast. They be icking up. I don't have time. Uh, Anything that you can find anyone on. We there. We're there. Okay, I promise. Um, And also join the Hereford Hive, Hereford Pod, patreon.com forward slash Hereford Pod. Thank you to everyone who continues to support us through Patreon. We love you more than you know. Absolutely, and we have more surprises in store for you. What's going on in sexual health this week? So, in sexual health this week, I want to talk about something that is near dear to my heart and all of your hearts. Boy pussy. Hoes. Oh. Hoes with boy pussy. Hoes with dick. You wow. don't have to. <laughs> hoes don't just come in one gender, one form, or one... Uh, sexual role. A sexual role. Hoes come in all roles. Mm. Um, so, slow your whole role. So this week I wanted to make sure that we cover being a holy hoe versus just a hoe. There are a lot of holy hoes out here. Mask off. Fucking mask off. They haven't taken their mask off is the problem. Oh. They got their mask on. (laughs) And they're pretending to be holy. (laughs) But the only thing holy about you is your holy ass hoe. Mask off. Fucking mask off. I like that mask off. What's this thing called? That's the, the nene? That's supposed to be the nene? Okay, you? cool. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Be, <laughs> if you a hoe, be a hoe. Don't be a holy hoe. Don't be a, oh, I don't do that. I, I don't know what y'all doing over there. That's nasty. I never experienced that. I don't want to, uh-uh. I don't do group sex. I don't give head. And then you do give head and you do do group sex. That's the difference between being a holy hoe and just being a regular hoe. Just be a regular hoe. I'll take a regular hoe for 500 Alex. <laughs> Granted. <laughs> and that is this week's... There's no research or no... No, that's no my research. I did the research. <laughs> I did the research myself, personally. <laughs> and I am here to tell you that there are a lot of holy hoes out there and not enough regular hoes. Um, This week in social studies, I guess I should just move along. Um, It's LGBT History Month. And there is no way in the world that you cannot go to RonaldMatters.com and type in LGBT History Month and get no results found. Um, One of the stories that I am most excited to have shared on my website is the story of David Cato, who fought to overturn Uganda giving LGBT citizens the death penalty. Oh, yes. You know that there was... Um, And a year after the fight to overturn it, well, why they were still fighting over if she, it should be the death penalty. A popular newspaper posted the names and photos of activists and called for them to be executed in the name of national security. Um, after that, David Cato was beaten in his home and murdered. Mm-hmm. He died afterwards. Um, even at his funeral, um, the pastor was given the eulogy. It was like, you know, rest in peace, David Cato. And then it went far left with, you know, homosexuality and it's a sin and according to and reported by and allegedly and Our the girls tell us <laughs> the girls kicked the pastor out the fume and turned it into a party. How about that? Because that's the way David Cato would have wanted to go out and not with this sad anti-homosexuality rant. Thanks, Pastor. We'll still pay you, but go. Thanks. Cool. Um, another popular story. Your services are no longer needed. In LGBT, black LGBT history. 
um, is historian Trent Kelly in his 19th century LGBT photo collection. You know, like back in the late 1800s, the mm. early 1900s, you couldn't just be um, smooching with Bay in the pics. You just had to be really close to each other or have a certain pose that underground gay people knew meant that they were LGBT. And you know, a lot of things like seeing black gay love when it wasn't as popular and you couldn't openly display it, but you still wanted a picture. With the man you loved. I think that that photo collection titled Hidden in the Open is something a lot of people should go to my blog, search for Hidden Hidden in the Open, and see the photo collection. It's hundreds of photos. Hundreds. Um, and the last thing is the Queen of Doo-Wop, um, who was described as a very young, flamboyant, big guy with a 19-inch neck. Still film. <laughs> Dick's still big. The quote says he was built like a prize fighter. Yikes. And he paved the way for Sylvester and a lot of other LGBT artists that we love today. His name is Cornell Gunter. Um, I think he was one like 1936. Come on, the other and gay Gunter. By the age of eight, he was on tour with his idol. I mentioned being age eight going on tour with Beyonce. But anyway, uh, he was on tour with his. The singer that he idolized and was eventually kicked off of her tour like three or four tours later because he was singing better than her on her own tour. Um, he started his own group. Ain't no effie here. They had a couple um Destiny Child member changes. <laughs> um, and I think he passed in 1989. I think it was 1989 or 1986. He passed in the 1980s. Um, in a, he was murdered in the car. Um, and the person was not charged with the murder according to reports. Mm-hmm. But go to RonaldMatters.com and search um, LGBT History Month and you will definitely find a lot of stories about people who matter to me and us, people of color during LGBT History Month. That's all I got. Absolutely. <clears throat> so this week I um, got to, I took to social media and asked you guys to send us questions. What kind of questions? I Gay said, ones, straight ones. Send me some questions, and I got a whole bunch of, <laughs> whole bunch of requests <laughs> and questions. And I thank you guys. I appreciate you for listening. Um, I got one question that stuck out to me, and I am going to ask it. Why are fuck buddy relationships lasting longer than real relationships, allegedly? Oh, you wanted me to go? I don't know. I was confused. So I think that peop- I think that this person asked this question because they see a lot going on in the community of um, more casual sex or more sex positive sex or more people um, being honest about the type of sex that they're having and who they're having sex with and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And they see that they feel like it's a trend. And I feel like it's not a trend. I just feel like it's more people vocal and more people in social media, um, whereas before it was more closeted and more people were doing things behind closed doors and not telling other people about it. But the question being, um, I don't know if they're lasting longer than real relationships or not. I mean, I feel like there would have to be a full study about that. Um, there's fuck buddies I know that, you know, one person get jealous and then no longer want to fuck with the other person or somebody get in a relationship and they fall they fall in love over here or over there or um, somebody contracting STR, STD and then they don't want to be in the fuck relationship no more. So 
it's I think it's it's not necessarily one or the other. I think fuck relationships have the same mortality as regular relationships. They both end for the same reasons. Um, my let's ask the question one more time. I heard the question, but I want to make sure I answer. Why that. are fuck buddy relationships lasting longer than real relationships? Well, one we are. Our generation is definitely more open about what we will tolerate and what we won't tolerate. Um, it's like you don't suck dick, go bye, get out of my face. You don't um, nibble on that thing, you guess. I'm talking about the back though. And you don't nibble on that back though. That don't think about sticking that thing. You that back though. Ttyl, it's been cool. And so when we get to even that, so then getting to know you is like you don't make enough. You don't have a relationship with your family And I have a big relationship with my family So you're not going to understand when I tell you Yes I'm over my auntie Tasha house On Thursday You won't believe, You will, won't think that I'm actually cheating on you I'm actually at my auntie Tasha house You know like and it gets to In our primate state Our primal instincts of Sex survival What we got to do to survive Okay you can't understand those things Then I can't trust with telling you it well, you know, I like a little tequila three or four times a week. It is a habit. Some people judge me for it, but that don't mean I'm going to stop. As long as I'm getting you off and my mama bills is paid, then let me have my tequila three or four times a week. I don't feel comfortable telling you that. So if I I would never reach the comfortability of telling you that if, child, you don't even like to get on that. I still like my bottoms to net when I'm fucking. You know, like tops have. Had those conversations with me. So you, so you are saying that they do last longer, or they don't last. They don't longer? because okay. they neither one of them is going to be anything because nobody's willing to be honest with each other. But they're just my personal opinion. That's a whole nother very optimistic. Of but you. they, neither one of them are going to last because nobody's being honest. Real about relationships what they need. or fuck relationships. Are not nobody's going to being last. honest with they about what they need. Nobody. It's our genera- It's a generational well, curse. Tony Braxton and Birdman, y'all are doomed. Appearance on RonaldMatters.com. <laughs> They're not of this generation. They're of like 1940s or something. Wow. I was born in 96. I'm 21 years old. This explains why you can't count well. <laughs> Dope. Jeez. Look at Gucci Mane. They ain't all white. Okay, we recorded. Okay, gotta focus. Are you going to tell us what your song for your soul is? Do you only have one listener question? Yes. Damn. Y'all gotta be better with these qu- <laughs> okay. I have one good question. <laughs> How many inches is it? I don't know. Shit, I ain't never measured it. Black men say this so much. Do we need to measure what our thing things is? No. Dudes be out here talking about, I got eight and a half. Sir, it's like seven. But if you also ain't measuring dick, you don't know that his eight and a half ain't eight and a half. My throat is. Oh, okay, cool. My song for my soul this week is by Britney Spears, and it's called Lucky. Oh, um, the song is about you know having everything, being everything to everybody, and still being at home and crying to yourself. She's so lucky; she's a star, but she cry, cry, cries. And if she, this woman has everything in her life, why do these tears come at night? I think, and I think because come on, first album. I am, you know. 
somebody could look at my life and say, you know what? Ronald Meadowhead has everything. He's popular. He does a blog. He does a little podcast. Oh, you said a little podcast on your IG video. I was like, that you got a little podcast. Your podcast is the T. But anyway, uh, got a little podcast and Ronald Meadows is popping. And child, I don't have everything. I don't have it. I'm sure that you feel the same way about things in your life. Like, you could possibly miss something or even though you're a model on the internet and you do things and you get paid to go to trips and things, there are things you wish you could have in your life. Absolutely. So, like, just because someone has, well, someone appears to have everything, some of us are better at masking it than others. Some of these girls still out here um, doing, what they call it? Check cashing. Wow, that's what they call it. Um I was like, what is it called? They, they're they doing check cashing? What are they doing? Just to keep up this facade of this life that they have. You can get some money from the check cashing? Place? I don't know. I don't know what it's called. I thought that that's what the... I don't know. Look, look. I don't know. Okay? I don't know. You were a reform crafter. <laughs> she used to be... She was the first Joanne the Scammer. I don't know. Cool. But the girls are doing... Like, just because someone appears to have everything, doesn't mean that everything you see is what it is. So... Britney Spears lucky. Just because you, you appear to be so lucky and everything is so great doesn't mean that it's always what it is. Sticks your guns I to your who, dreams. I wonder who wrote that for Britney. <laughs> What's the song for your soul this week? The song for my soul this week is you by Britney Jean. I want to throw my drink at you like we're watching Loving Hip Hop, but this is a full drink and I need to drink my drink. Cool. The song for my soul this week is from a real diva um, from the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s. Do they the have 10s. more Grammys than Britney? Yes, they do. Cool. Almost everybody has more Grammys than Britney. Um, but this queen, on her fantasy album, which I have said is my favorite Mariah Carey album of all time. Has a song that is so obscure, it is the least viewed song of any Mariah Carey video. But it is so important. So, so severe. So severe. <laughs> the name of the song is Melt Away. And if you have never heard the, the, the Melt Away song, the lyrics to Melt Away, then you've never been holding a nigga or being held by a nigga and just feel like butter in a 455 degree oven it embodies and tells you what it feels like to just be so enveloped in someone and so enveloped in a situation that could you could just melt away in it it is the ultimate fall slash autumn song to have you in your feelings make you feel like you need to light a blunt and think about some shit just don't get back with them i found the lyrics can i read sure the dishwater came out clear, <laughs> and he is holding me close. I want some more dick, but if I say it, I'll be doing the most. <laughs> you, you, and you're currently doing the most. <laughs> the song for my soul this week is Mariah Carey, "Melt Away." Look, Lord this was Jesus. my haiku for 2017. Uh, did you have enough bars to be a haiku? <laughs> yes. What's next for us on here for a podcast? Lord. What are you here for this week? You gotta be here for something because you continue to not be and I be. <sighs> I'm here for one thing. 
XL winning the poll question versus Giovanni Cruz. We love XL. You love XL? I, I love you. I love XL and Giovanni, as I've said on um previous episode. I am here for the hashtag justice for Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan, if you don't know, is one of the awesome actresses that played on Charmed. Uh-huh. She was one of our favorite witches. She's been in many, 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 many movies. She is a great ally to the LGBTQIAA community. And she recently has come out and accused Harvey Weinstein of raping her. Oh. And in her coming out... Whoa, like a full-on rape? Yes. Wow. Her accusation is that... According to, reported by who? Her and her Twitter. And that's why... Oh, on Twitter. And that's why the Justice for Rose McGowan tweet popped up. So she started tweeting about her um, experiences, her rape, um, the harassment and things of that nature. And literally, today is Tuesday, yesterday, um, and day before yesterday, Twitter canceled and deleted her account. Oh, I did see that. I did see that. Because because it was quote-unquote malicious. Mm -hmm. And so... Of all the things that are on Twitter. Yeah. All the things that are on Twitter. Rose Rose McGowan coming out about her being raped by Harvey Weinstein is malicious. So, the internets shared my um, feel of sympathy and feel of, what the fuck are you talking about? Huh? And started the hashtag justice for Rose McGowan. And Rose McGowan is projected to be the first person that has been deleted by Twitter. That Twitter will self put back. They, oh. They're going to do it. Like they, She didn't have to do it herself. She didn't have to recreate an account over yeah, here. Not the official Rose McGowan. <laughs> yeah, she's going to get her own account back from Twitter after the justice for Rose McGowan tribe yeah, everyone girl. on twitter went off for it and i'm absolutely here use your it. data back up from yesterday and put all my tweets back thanks thanks because <laughs> y'all shouldn't have took it down in the first goddamn place if y'all didn't take this bullshit ass president's twitter down you sure as fuck shouldn't be taking my twitter down because i'm c- accusing someone of rape come on sipsy i was like is he done or i don't know are you done i'm not asking them maliciously i'm just asking uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Young Yala did a two-part series on male rape survivors, and it was so good. Um, one of the guys who was there, I think it was five guys, no pause, who was there. Ooh, Eugene, right? I was like, shit, I'm hungry now. Um, Eugene was a former military person, and he was raped while he was in the navy. I want to say. He said he woke up and the guy was just like touching all over him and things and um, a sexual assault occurred. And when he told a young love that, you know, he thought that that guy like it, his army brothers and sisters are family and they didn't know he didn't understand how they could date each other. And they were family in the army sense. Iyanla responded with, those are not your biological brothers and sisters. They are not your family. And then he got really, he took it like personally to heart. And As this it should. And this happened like the first day of them convening their three or four day ceremony of, you know, them going through the situation. And so the second day, um, child, he was aggressive. And the young was like, what's causing all of this? And he was like, well, yesterday you told me that 
my um, army brothers and sisters are not my family. And that offended me. And I couldn't take anything else that you said seriously because... But anyway, that Same. Was, you gotta watch... You have got to watch... It was really good. Um, But of course... You know, we were all waiting for, like, when is Ayala going to admit that she doesn't know everything? She can't be the know-all, be-all. She ended up bringing in a life coach, and she brought in a psychotherapist. And it was really refreshing to see other counselors on her show. It really was, because in the episodes that I personally have watched, I haven't seen her bring other people in. But um, one guy was raped in a mall when he was 14 and coerced into prostitution. Another guy um, said that since his sexual assault occurred, it's very difficult for him to turn down sex. And he's also been in male prostitution in the past. <clears throat> and another person, Corey George, is that his name? Yes. Um, he says he woke up to someone penetrating him at the age of six. And by the age 13, 12, 14, it was still going on. And he had convinced himself to just say, like, um, just wait till the white stuff comes. And he knew that he could live for another day or two. He could be good without harassment. And no child at age 6, 12, or 14 should have to go through that. Um, and I wanted to look up male rape survivor stats because, you know, I'm a stat girl. But uh, I just couldn't. I just... It you just really have to see what Iyanla did with this two part series, and it's really good. I'm here for it. Iyanla didn't claim to know everything and be everything, which I expected her to do and get it wrong. Um, she brought in other people, and you know, it was really good. It was so good. It was so good. It was so good. That's all I got. I'm I was so here for it, and I didn't expect it. I expected my here for it to be a not, but it, I sort of kind of am, but so good. Okay. <laughs> but it's not But, it's, but it was It was so good <clears throat> She handled Eugene wrong But everybody else she handled properly Yeah uh, I, I'm excited for his strength in that moment Because it irritates someone Who um, Does have family members like that For other people who have never been In those situations Don't know no one like that Is not able to identify To tell you what you feel is not real So I could have biological brothers or biological sisters, and they not have served and the not same. Be shit, they not have served the same purpose in life as somebody that I went to combat with. And you, as a civilian that has never went and never done anything like that, you don't have the platform, the opportunity, the space to tell me what I feel ain't real. So, yeah, she absolutely handled that wrong. It is time for our last call. Woo. I feel like this week's episode went by so fast. I'm not even excited about it. It's going by so fast. I love you guys. Leave us comments. Please do. On Instagram. On Twitter. On YouTube. Oh, oh yeah. We are on YouTube now. Absolutely. We everywhere. Absolutely. Hashtag famous. Um, it's time for our last call. My last call this week is to um, a beautiful, beautiful, gorgeous gown. It's a beautiful gown. Beautiful woman singer with a beautiful, gorgeous gown. Come through. Her name is Glennis Grace. And if you have not heard of Glennis Grace, you are missing. I don't know how you spell it. You, it's Glennis, G L E 
N N I S. Okay. Oh, that's what you. I thought you said. Yeah, Glennis Grace. Like her, her dad really wanted her to be a boy, and they just named it Glenn, and then she came out a girl, and it was just like <laughs> Glennis. Glennis. Yeah. Glennis no Grace. shade, Glennis. We love you. Glennis Grace took the stage um, at a karaoke event and um, gave me, you, and the rest of the world, and the girls in the back. And the girls outside. <laughs> a rendition of the iconic, the Love unforgettable Whitney Houston's Run to You. Oh, I gotta see this. And it gave me chills. It gave the audience chills. It was Whitney incarnate. If you have ever seen Whitney Houston perform Run to You, and you loved it. Make sure you go and check out Glennis Grace's I Run To You. Well, Run To You. And it will give you the same chills, the same itches, the same hairs raising on your back as Whitney ever gave. And I don't say that lightly. So my last call had to actually be another song because she did that. My last call is to Slay TV. Make sure you subscribe to, um, I think it's Slay TV now or SlayTV.com. I'm sure you can go to. Slay. Um, gay frat member George Johnson, they gave him a short film. I want to say it was like a documentary. I don't know. It was kind of in. But anyway, shout out to, to Slay TV for giving George Johnson a platform to discuss his experience with Apple Cafe. Alpha Phi Alpha. Sure, cool. I don't even know how you say this. Black and gold, ice cold. Like many other LGBT Divine Nine members, he worked his way up through the ranks, was criticized along every step, purposely denied. Well, they tried to hold him back, but child, look, I'm smarter than y'all, okay? I'm sorry. You're just going to have to give me my next rank, or you're going to have to give me this squad, or you're going to have to give me this division, you're going to have to give me this chapter, you're going to have to give it to me. I'm smarter than the rest of these girls. Our community service slays. We win at all the step shows. And if y'all put a heterosexual person over this, it's just not going to be the same. Sorry, I, I, I'm sorry that you, you think otherwise. <laughs> and so, um, he discusses on Slay TV about the experience he had in a Divine Night organization. And I shared that on my blog because I want other people to discuss what they go through um, being Greek letter members. Um, and I asked on the blog, have any other frat brothers in any organization experienced what George is talking about? Because I know, I personally know that George is not out here begging for attention when he says my divine nine organization has discriminated against me and this is crazy so shout out to george johnson for telling his testimony make sure you go to ronaldmatters.com and watch it and definitely uh, definitely subscribe to slay tv because they are out here popping giving us content as a black gay man that we are interested in they weed out all of the um Web series, lol. That I'm not gonna say that that don't matter because every single one matters. We need every single one. But the quality content, Slate TV is definitely make sure we get all of the quality content on the network. So George Johnson, his Divine Eye organization, Slate TV, here for it. 
amazing. And if you um, have never had the chance of meeting him, he's an awesome man and full of integrity. And I absolutely believe the story and it needed a lot of light. Um, I definitely um, want to um, give a shout out to my homegirl, Blue Ivy, um, who knows the single ladies dance now. Um, oh my gosh, she does? Yes. I love and her. And for all the other bitches in the game, if you have not dropped your album, you're not planning to drop it real soon or go on tour. Shout to out get, to Fenty Beauty because they're adding more shades of their foundation, which was already slain. The the <laughs> game is about to be wrapped up. She she knows single ladies, and so oh, you the game is the, the game is about to be done. Blue Ivy knows single ladies. So. First of all, shout out to Blue Ivy because every time they show the family getting out the car, Blue Ivy's like, oh, I'm out already. Y'all got to get these twins out. Oh, they such a fucking handsome. <laughs> Blue do not be here for it. So I'm here for her. I, I want to Blue make like, sure. I'm here. Julius protect me while being here. Mom and daddy get these two babies out the back. Oh, they need help. Being crowned. <laughs> Gonna stay crowned. The youngest person to ever be on the Billboard charts. Blue Ivy Carter. And crown <laughs> and nominated for a Grammy. You forgot that one. That's I love you, Sierra. Who? I love you, Janet. I know it's gonna sound like <laughs> we just made up for Janet last week. <laughs> and then it was like, Janet, did Janet listen to Here For A Podcast last week? Because it was Our like... fans did. We love you guys. And we love Janet. We told you we did. We it's do. Fun shade. Because she's making it real fun. And then she posted these pictures today and they were like, oh, she um she looks like 30 now. Oh my God. Not that 30... Else. Like, okay. okay, so is this ass fed or is this Photoshop? It's probably. Oh. Oh, now I know who that is. Yeah, you do know. Ooh. That's why I'm asking you on audio so I can get the truth. Um, Thank you, Here for a Podcast. Help me get the truth. He may have gotten some things added additionally. Added additionally. All right. That's this week's episode of Here for a Podcast. Follow us on the internet at Here for a Pod. We're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And in your daddy phone. So, here for a pot. Check us out. And your mama. Well, my name is at Ronald Matters. I am the Superman. T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N. See you next week. Bye.